Hello guys, my name is Gisli and welcome to Salt Ucast, your weekly podcast from Salt University. everybody, my name is Leticia and I'm here with Marcos Munoz and welcome to the first episode of Sort You Cast. How are you, Marcos? I am doing awesome. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. I'm really excited to be launching um, Sort You Cast. I thought we could just kind of speak to our listeners about what this podcast is to begin with. So Sort You Cast is one of the products being launched by Sort University. So right now, at the click of a button, you're going to be able to access content um, which is relevant to our industry, to our culture, to our values, just at the click of a button anytime you want to. Marcus, what do you think makes us different from, for example, the Weekly Shake or the Real Talk? Yes. So let me share a little bit of my, my perspective on this one, because um, there is many ways actually to communicate with the, the team. So the more we grow, but actually, let, let, let me put a few uh, uh, perspectives to it. First, we're an organization that is going to be in a fast-paced growth. And, uh, and, and, and for many reasons, it is very difficult to drag along the culture from a group of 50 people to 5,000 people. And this is probably one of the biggest challenges that most organizations have faced uh, throughout uh, more than a century now when uh, evolving and when growing, when we're reaching uh, uh, different countries and, and operating in a, in a level of complexity uh, as we have today. Um, so thanks to technology, uh, we no longer have one way of getting things done. So like uh, back in the days, uh, sending letters, that was actually Reddit in, a, in, a, in, a, in, the, in the building that it actually would work for. And then after that, there was this, uh, sending a fax. And after that, maybe television, uh, broadcasting, uh, whatever communication you wanted to dissolve within the organization. These days, we have all sorts of tools to make ourselves clear, to make our, our message clear, or um, to ensure that uh, uh, we are always uh, uh, clarifying the purpose, the reason why we exist, our mission, what do we want to do differently than the rest of the world, why we believe we have a chance uh, to be the leading payment organization or merchant service provider or uh, consumer uh, loyalty uh, provider or whatever that is. Uh, because everything we choose, mm -hmm. we have the opportunity to be the best, the biggest, and has nothing to do with our capabilities and knowledge that we have today, but is the type of humans we are and the, the, the way we uh, fought the causes that we believe we should fight. So I see this podcast and this, uh, this is one of the channels, uh, like Weekly Shake is another channel, which is an enormous and a great opportunity for us to express all of this and hopefully deliver the message and be able to communicate in whatever shape or form. I also have the blog uh, these days with Edu and Ali, and, uh, and I encourage all of you to have more of it in, uh, in, uh, in Confluence. And that, that hopefully that, uh, that helps us to be effective 
Yes, I I read your blog. It's really interesting. Um, but this podcast format, I just like to remind everybody that we're going to be releasing it um, every Monday. So as you've just been saying, it's kind of a way to communicate in a more effective way in different forms um, of kind of getting the message across, which makes us stand out. And kind of this culture of learning um, is something that we want to permeate through Sort University and Sort UCAST. Um, so on the topic of culture, Today, we want to talk about culture and action. That's our theme for today. So would you be able to kind of start talking to me about the importance of culture to you? You've just started mentioning about it, but can you elaborate? Um, so very good question, Leticia. Definitely not an easy one to answer. It's um, never an easy one. <laughs> no. And, and, and the reason is, when you're actually talking about culture, uh, you can look this from a country perspective, neighborhood perspective, community perspective. Uh, the groups uh, that we all belong in uh, in our free time and even in our work time, uh, topics of interest. So what brings a culture uh, to the ideal stage is the capability of actually living the values of that culture. So essentially, uh, when you're talking about an organization that is multi-country based like SALT, where we today operate mm -hmm. uh, uh, on at least 10 countries with teams and with nationalities that is uh, uh, about 30 plus uh, last time I've checked. How can we actually frame culture? It's, uh, it's very difficult because the ingredient, the, the, the nice aspect of our story is the fact that we have 30 different at least spectrums of nationalities brought into uh, the same place. Uh, but at the same time, why are we all here? Because we believe we can be the best on everything we do. And, and if I could frame culture based on the values that bring us together, and if I could frame it, how we actually put these values into practice, that is more the reason or more what I believe it would, would, would help us to be successful then trying to define culture, because trying to define culture is something, it's difficult. I could say that our <laughs> culture is, and then I would be lying. Our culture is something that we're still learning. And the beautiful aspect of having 30 plus nationalities uh, in 10 different countries is probably what is going to make us uh, be this crazy beast, but at the same time with the right um uh, driver with the right ambition which is fighting for what we believe in this case our consumer our customer which is uh the internal customer the external customer the internal consumer or the external consumer a hundred percent i completely agree salt pay is such a diverse and inclusive environment um so just pinpointing one aspect would be impossible um so since we are such a diverse company why can you explain to our listeners why do you think it's important for us to be so diverse and have more than 30 nationalities and be expanding across the continent what value does this bring to us perspectives what i really like about the, the different uh, 30 different uh, nationalities is essentially, if you ask each one of us inside of the organization today, who are you fighting for? They will always say the same answer. But the how are, is, is completely biased to, your, to the way you're raised, 
within your family values, within uh, the country values, the difficulties of some countries, the, 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 actually every country has its own difficulties. It's just a matter of different perspectives. So I, I, I think this, this diversity of thoughts and, and prismas or, or uh, optical uh, angles, uh, that is basically what makes us special. Uh, and, and finding the right message, finding the right communication. Um, maybe I could use an example here to, 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 to be more explicit in what I mean. Uh, being Brazilian uh, and, and being raised almost 50% of my life outside Brazil, it helps me a lot on this uh, understanding Brazil, understanding the, the angles uh, uh, on the countries that I lived outside Brazil. And it, it, it helps me to judge less why things are the way they are, but more like understand that people actually have these this, uh, differences. But at the end of the day, you realize that everybody uh, lives sort of similar society issues, just with different degrees of maturity. Uh, because when you when you actually look at uh, at, at the, 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 the difference between Brazil and UK, I could say a majority of things they're pretty similar, but the mm -hmm. level of education or actually uh, uh, the, the degree of the, the the number of people that actually were uh, going to school and capable of creating analytical uh, backgrounds to support on 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 the voting system or on the infrastructure or whatever that is. It's the same with different degrees of maturity. At the end of the day, uh, what will make us successful is, is our proximity to our customers, right? Our capability of translating their needs uh, in, in, in an in a, in a engine, which is the operations of our organization that is capable of addressing them at a portion of a second so, so it has to be in, in 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 the fast humankind could ever uh to go from needs to product mm -hmm. and the beauty of having the 30 plus nationalities is essentially to actually drive this more effectively not only in the countries that you are because at the end of the day no country today is pure from a local community and that, that only lived and, and it's, it's closed for the world, maybe North Korea, but uh, uh, that, that, that's agnostic of different cultures or influences of other places of the globe, almost zero. And therefore, having all this, 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 this uh, different nationalities, different perspectives, uh, how people were raised, under similar values, but different house, mm -hmm. um, it will help us to, to, to become closer to the customer. And when you're close to the customer, nothing can prevent you to be the best in the world because you, you, the closer you are, the more compassion you have for their problems, the more you feel like solving their problems because it becomes closer to you. And therefore, you will fight it to make it happen within the organization. And the organization will be stimulated by the positive results of this cycle. And this becomes inspirational. And therefore, we can scale, 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 scale to the degree of 
not being able to, nobody can compete with us. Absolutely, Marcos. I am so glad that you've touched upon the topic of our customers because I wanted to ask you, one of the things, well, the number one thing we stand for is living and breathing the needs of our customers. But what would your advice be to a sorter, to a new starter or to anyone who doesn't quite know how they fit into the experience of the customer? How would you like recommend they find themselves within the company in order to deliver the best outcome for the customer? That's a nice one. Let me share a little bit of what happened last year that I think it describes customer proximity to the degree that we feel like everybody is responsible for it. So basically, we started in the UK. We said we wanted to go to Iceland. And one of the goals was to understand what were the needs of the merchant before we launched our first product. So we, we spoke to tech. We created an internal competition. And then we said, guys, let's actually go listen to what the customer is saying about payment, value-added services, whatever that was. So the funny thing was, uh, we created this app. With this app, we told everybody in the organization at that time, I'm talking about 50 people, Max, that you guys, let's have a competition on the weekly basis. Whoever reaches uh, the highest number of merchants uh, in a week will get a prize. And the prize was nothing uh, financially attractive. It was more symbolic on uh, I'm the best in class on, uh, on this topic. So the funny thing was, when you do such experiments, my first impression would be sales or customer relationship would be the winner of every week, per definition. Why? Because those guys wants to be, uh, well, they are already close to the customers. They, they, their job depends on talking to customers. So it's easy for them. What we actually found out very shortly after we launched this is that the, the winners of several weeks were neither uh, people involved in sales or customer relationship. It was people involved in tech, people oh, wow. involved in, uh, in legal and different backgrounds. Because they actually realize that the, their job was dependent on that understanding. And when we talk about this customer proximity, oh, we should know the customer, blah, blah, blah. But when you actually have a conversation more in the topic of what you're trying to do with the merchant, you realize that actually that merchant wants to give you a lot of information. So by getting this lots of or loads of information uh, out of five, six, ten visits, uh, it's very easy to see what you could be doing. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, and it doesn't matter why uh, you join SALT. It doesn't matter which department or unit or business uh, 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 you join SALT or region or country or whatever. is that degree of information. And once you join these internal meetings, you see, hold on, this is not what I heard. And in fact, because I didn't hear this, perhaps the best way moving forward is uh, to use some of the data of this conversation. And, and, and this, this, this exercise actually, so at that time, that exercise helped us to make so many decisions for the first product, for our first MVP, 
which was uh, uh, interesting because at the beginning we were talking, guys, we're here together to conquer the world, bloody, 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 bloody. And then uh, we got very often questions like, okay, what that actually means pragmatically speaking? Are we supposed to go out there with guns and then just kill the competitor? In jokes aside. <laughs> um, and, 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 and so, so it's, it's little attitudes by going after the merchant that is going to help us uh, truly to define our daily tasks. So, and then a mm-hmm. second exercise to that is, what am I doing today? Is that going to bring any advantage, uh, advantage, benefit to the merchant? If so, how? So every time you're doing things or everything you have in your agenda is not actually bringing end benefits uh, to the merchant, or if it's not directly connected to a deliverable that the merchant will get at their hands, or service, or 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 something that is going to touch their daily lives, then it's another way for you to say this is not my priority, or this shouldn't be the priority of the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting to hear about um, kind of salt pay more in the beginning of the timeline and how you guys got to know the needs of the customer. But surely it takes a lot of courage to kind of go out there and ask them, especially since we all know we've made a lot of mistakes. So kind of how do we mitigate allowing ourselves to make mistakes and always caring for the customer? That's a very good question. So if we go back to culture, this is something that actually uh, it is nice to describe on the culture side. Uh, what is what makes us strong is not celebrating victories. What makes us strong is our capability of analyzing data, make judged judgments, calls that not necessarily deliver the outcomes that we expect, and because we were certain about what we were supposed to do to to to, to achieve something that we expected. Uh, and, and, and somehow it didn't work out. So it is in our DNA to fight until we get it right. It's very funny when I discuss with uh, uh, the team. I'm not worried about getting the best product right now. I'm worried about having a product which we're capable of getting feedback so we can actually improve it until we know it's the best in class that nobody ever done anything like us because we're constantly talking to the merchant about their perception or their needs or how are we addressing them in our product. So in other words, making a mistake is the most important or the most essential ingredient to make this successful. Without making mistakes, we cannot actually understand how to get things right. Simply because it is by talking about our mistakes, by acknowledging that we didn't do good enough, uh, that it should inspire us to say, no way. So one of the values of our, uh, our organization, and some people don't like it I, uh, because of the, 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 the English uh, reps. So let me frame it differently. People like it, but they dislike the English way of, uh, perhaps it's not proper English. That's uh, what I'm trying to say, which is uh, be or uh, be a gold medalist. Mm-hmm. What is to be a gold medalist? For me, a gold medalist involves even in a sport where you have like tennis, it's a one player show. 
or lift or weightlifting, which is a one man, one woman show, right? It is not true. You have a physiotherapist behind, you have a coach behind, you have uh, a nutritionist behind, you have, uh, you have a full team of people supporting, but they're supporting an athlete to build resilience, to maintain discipline, to ensure that he's every day waking up 5 a.m. to do the things that he doesn't want to do that day. For the only, for the five minutes glory feeling of going and getting that gold medal. Mm -hmm. The moment you get that one, there's a bigger problem. You can only lose it. So it's the most crazy thing that uh, drives human, uh, humans, which is actually, you, 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 it's, it's, it's a collection, it's a teamwork to achieve a certain goal, regardless if it's, if it's one medal or 10 medals in that team. They're all responsible for that medal. Mm-hmm. It's a team effort that actually, um, the payoff is not the five minutes where that battle is in the chest. It's in fact, that entire journey to let's say, joining the Olympics every four years, and perhaps it was not in the first, fourth year, but then in the eighth year. And, 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 and so building that resilience, ensuring that, okay, I'm still gonna do this. This is my destiny. I'm gonna fight for it. This is not good enough. It, you know, everyday dynamics change, the world change, then pandemic, then no pandemic. It doesn't matter. So how many times do you think a guy like this gets wrong? Or a woman like that gets wrong? Every 100%. day. Every day they yeah. didn't do enough. Every day they did things that were not good enough. Uh, so it's, it, it, it's not about the mistake. It's not about uh, the trying. Because I definitely want to recognize effort. But what matters is victory. I definitely want to ensure that uh, people understand that the, 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 the things are difficult. But it's way more fun to break boundaries and find out that you can actually destroy myths. And, 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 uh, and based on collective brains based on sharing information with people that is not the same as you somebody that is uh, completely different uh, a human that uh, there's so a human that is completely the opposite of me will probably get into my nerves but it will challenge <laughs> the heck out of me to be a better person so extracting the best of yourself is what we should do every day and not frame on the things that we didn't get right. Because that is very easy. It's super easy to point fingers. That's a really interesting perspective. Now, just to finish off, I kind of want to expand upon your metaphor. And I want to see if I've interpreted it correctly. So you're talking about being a gold medalist and how it's a whole background of people. It's a whole team of people. It might just be one person who's at the forefront. Would you say then, for example, the merchants are part of our journey in terms of they help us become gold medalists because they are giving us the feedback. They're giving us the opportunity to improve the product to make a brilliant product. And we are trying to help them become gold medalists by providing them an ecosystem for them to thrive. So it is, 
yes, this is part of the story. And I would also complement to it. Uh, for us to get what is best to the customer is not uh, a one-day work. Maybe four years. Mm-hmm. Maybe every single day for the rest of our lives. And, uh, and every time we get recognized that we're doing things right. So let's say we got the gold medal. Uh, remember, that gold medal is for that Olympics. And then there is the next Olympic which means you need to defeat the title and you need to do even harder because I'm pretty sure somebody's going to be inspired on your results to build an even stronger strength or even a better product or even a better solution or, or even be even closer to the merchant. Uh, and therefore, you need to do more than what you did before. So that, that three tabs in your, in your shoulder, well done is a very quick feeling. So I, we shouldn't fight for that quick step. For the, Celebrate. Celebrate victory. Celebrate small victories. Uh, in, fact, in fact, celebrate good days. Uh, the day that you came to work and you feel like you got a lot of things done. I find that celebration way more rewarding uh, for your next day than actually celebrating an outcome. Because mm-hmm. that that shouldn't be the reason why we wake up every day. I, in fact, I celebrate when we have very big mistakes. Uh, and then I see the team joining forces to say, not acceptable, let's fix it together. Like the K1 story. For me, the way the team got together and they're dealing with K1, it is uh, probably one of the, 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 the most amazing uh, uh, I've ex- experience I've, 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 I've seen uh, uh, right now, so that is to be a gold medalist. It's not about turning off K1. It's about what K1 means to us, and and how can we use that to drive the organization in the right direction in terms of culture, in terms of uh, way of uh, working, in terms of uh, believing in our values, and so on and so forth. Thank you so much, Marcos. That is really inspirational. And unfortunately, that's all we have time for for um, today's episodes. Is there any last thing you want to say before we finish off? This is a product for you. Uh, I'm just one guest speaker. We're going to have at least 52 a year if we're doing this every Monday. So every therefore, Monday. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't expect anything uh, that I, I... I don't want to hear things that I don't like. So... By having these guests and not having the right content that help us uh, to do a better job every day, be critical, make comments, help us to make this an effective channel to build uh, uh, the right level of content that you expect from a podcast. Second, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be the worst uh, speaker of this podcast. So that's good because then you can hear like, <laughs> ah. but like every TV series, the pilot show is uh, never the greatest. Uh, the pilot is I'm the most memorable. Sure. Uh, exactly. Probably for the, the, the higher number of stupidities I've said. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I am pretty sure the team is going to do an amazing job. Uh, and I'm, I know already they, uh, they've been trying to uh, get very nice stuff for you guys to see it. To hear it so stay tuned the next one is going to be amazing 
and uh, I hope to be invited back and uh, be inspired <laughs> by other speakers as well so I can do a better job. Well, thank you so much. And yes, we are very excited um, for all of the podcasts we have coming up for you guys. So don't forget to tune in next Monday on Salt Ucast.